is full of faith. And we're going to look at faith this morning. It's such a vital subject as the just, that's you and I, the righteous shall live by faith. And you know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 14 that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Now that's harsh, isn't it? Or, or, or it's hard. It's quite brutal, actually. You think, well, what, you, what the, the Word of God is saying is, is that anything we do as believers that's outside of faith is, is sin. It's fallen short of the glory of God, which means that we're supposed to live by faith and be utterly immersed in faith and engulfed with faith and all these things. We're supposed to live in the faith realm, the faith zone. And very often it's, you see, everything that the devil is doing, if you, if you look at it, everything that the evil one does in our lives is to pull us away from faith. Because faith is the victory. Uh, and, uh, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. What I want us to look at today is four things faith is to us. Four things faith is to us. There are many more, and we may actually look at many more in the weeks to come, but today I want us to look at four things that faith is to us as believers. And of course, believers means that we're walking in faith. We're exercising faith. We're people of faith. So four things. Let's look at the first one, which is in 1 John chapter 5. We have looked at this before uh, more than once, and we'll look at it many times again because it's so important Faith is, let's, 1 John chapter 5, before I get ahead, let's just read from verse 4. In fact, I just from verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Now I shared this the other night in the Arise Scotland meeting, this verse. And it's such a powerful verse because what it's telling us is that if you're born of God, you have world-overcoming faith inside you. Or world-overcoming capacity inside you. Victory over the world is hardwired into your system. You don't have to try and overcome the world. You don't have to strive. You don't have to fight. Now, I'm not saying that you, there are times where you, it isn't a fight. The Bible speaks about the good fight of faith. But you don't have to fight to get the victory. The victory is already yours. So we're not walking to victory, we're walking and functioning from victory. As Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ, whatsoever is born of God. Now, if you're born of God, then you're a world overcome. It comes with the territory. It's like, despite what uh, the woke culture tells us, if you're born male, that that's what you are. Or if you're born female, that's what you are. You know, all those people that say there are umpteen genders, there's over a hundred genders. Well, let me ask you, how many genders of elephants are there? Or tigers, or dogs, or cats? There are only two elements, eh, sorry, two genders in the animal kingdom, male and female. And the Bible tells us male and female created he them when it's speaking about People. Amen? So, now, that might get you arrested in Scotland if you say it in the wrong place. 
But if you, if, if you can't come to church and hear the truth, and that is the truth, brothers and sisters, then where are you going to hear it from? And it's the same thing with this. You're born a man or you're born a woman. But if you're born of God, you're, a, you're born a world overcomer. You're born with victory inside your spirit man. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So faith, one of the four things to look at this morning is what faith is to us. One of them is faith is a victory. Faith is a victory that overcometh the world. Faith is the victory. And that means if you have faith this morning as a believer in the Lord Jesus, if you're a believer, and let's look at the next verse, it says, who is he that overcometh the world? You see, doesn't, doesn't leave us in doubt. He wants to be very clear. The Apostle John who is he that overcometh the world? Who is, who is a world overcomer, we could say? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe this morning that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes, amen. amen. Then you're a world overcomer. You have world overcoming faith because the victory that overcometh the world is your faith. And believing that Jesus is the Son of God automatically gives you victory over the world. You will never, ever have a problem for the rest of eternity other than in this world if you're a believer amen if you're not a believer then you'll have all the trouble you can handle and more because you're going to the wrong place if you like amen but if you believe that Jesus is the son of God then the only trouble you'll ever have is in this world because where you, where you will spend eternity there's no trouble there's no temptation there's no disease, there's no death, there's no, you know, that, that wonderful song, uh, Heaven's Bright Shore, and talks about heaven, and there's not one little grave in all that fair land. Not one grave in heaven. There's no cemeteries, there's no hospitals, because nobody's sick. There's no psychiatric clinics, because nobody's nuts. Or plagued with men. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Nobody's got mental problems in heaven. So all the troubles that we have. And mental illness is very, very real. We've got friends suffering from that just now. And we all know somebody. And probably most people in this room. And I have. Have suffered from depression. Or mental pressure. But there'll be none of that trouble. Trials, tribulations, persecutions. None of these things you will ever experience for the rest of eternity other than here on this earth for, for, during your lifetime. Here's where all the trouble is. And of course, if you go to the wrong place after here, then, as I said, that's, that's trouble that you just don't want to face. A lost eternity without Christ. But here on this earth is where the trouble is. But he says, faith is the victory. Over all the trials and tribulations. Be of good cheer. He says in this world you'll have tribulation. Hands up if you've never had tribulation. If, if you're in an honest congregation, you'll never see a show of hands. Even, even babies have tribulation. Don't they? With all their burping and gurgling and everything else. Trouble begins for us the minute we come into the earth. 
you know, and, and it's not to be doom and gloom. That's just reality. Jesus said in this world, if you're in this world, you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And that world overcoming capacity, power and victory is placed in us the very second that you gave your heart to Jesus. You say, well, I don't always feel it and I don't always walk in it. Well, some of, sometimes we all fail, fall short, mess up and so on. There we are. Showers of blessing. Amen. But that's where you're going to experience trial and tribulation is here. But faith is the victory that overcometh whatever the world can throw at you. Amen. So one of the four things, and it's vital because we need to walk in the victory. You know, um, and when we're walking in the victory, we need to let our face show it to folks, don't we? We need to let our face see that we're in the victory. Because sometimes people walk about and it's doom and gloom, um, and they don't look like they're living in the victory. But victory is ours to walk in. So faith, one of the four things, faith is the victory. It's victory for each one of us. How do we get the victory? By faith. How do we get faith? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This is the book of victory. Amen? Now I'd like to call this victory chapters. You know, but there's too many people picked that name already. Amen. So we just would be competing with them and we put their nose out of joint. But doesn't stop us being a victorious church and a victorious people. Amen. Amen. Uh, and we can always try and buy that name off them. Or... But we're a victory people, folks. We're victorious. We're world overcomers. Now, what's the, what's the next thing? Well, we just read it in a reading. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Faith is a victory, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. The second thing faith is to us, faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. What is the Bible's definition of faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, we could actually say uh, faith is the substance uh, and faith is the evidence, but I've just picked substance here. Faith is a substance. And that word substance in Greek is one of my favourite words. And, and I've studied this uh, to great extent over the years. I just love the word and what it means. The substance here, the Greek word is hypostasis. Hypostasis. And it means that which stands under. Or that which is at the very foundation of reality and W.E. Vine is a man who wrote a famous dictionary of uh, Bible words, particularly New Testament words, said that this word hypostasis means that something uh, it means the real nature of something as opposed to its outward manifestation the real nature of something as opposed to its outward manifestation. So let's just say you're in faith for something. You believe in God for something. But it's not yet manifest. It's not yet seen. Okay? So how do you get something that you can't see to become seen? Faith. Faith is a substance. And that word substance, it means a heavenly materiality or essence. And where do you get that? From this book. 
So, she, let me put it this way. When you first heard the gospel and you realized you were a sinner and you were in the kingdom of darkness and you wanted to, to be saved and born again, how did you get that? By hearing God's word that he had provided that for you and you grabbed it, if you like, and said, I'm, I asked Jesus into my heart as my saviour. Now, before you heard that message, he wasn't there. It wasn't manifest. You were a sinner, you were lost, you were in darkness. But then the Bible says he translated you. And we just read earlier, didn't we, that Enoch was translated. Translated means to be taken from one place to another. When you asked Jesus into your heart, he took you from the kingdom of darkness and into his kingdom in the twinkling of an eye. And you were born again. The reality. Because, why? Because God gave you the faith to believe for that. The substance of that came into your being. Same with healing. Same with anything that you believe. You know, let's just say you were believing God for a new car or a new house. Or, and you get all excited because you're thinking that you believe in God and you're thanking God. But there's a season where you don't see it. But you, you, there's something in you that knows that's mine. And then you see it. Because it manifests. Whatever it is. It could be you believe in God for restoration of a relationship, a family relationship. Or what, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Faith is the substance of the thing you hope for. So when you find it in here and you stand on the promises and say, Lord, your word says that this is available to me. I receive it by faith. And it, it, the best way I can explain it, particularly to you ladies, is that you become pregnant with that promise. You know, when you first conceive a child, what do you see? Nothing. Nothing. There's no show at all. And, and you might have a wee inkling so you, you, you'll go and get a, a, a test kit and then you have some evidence but you still don't see anything and it might be a while you know I hear about people all the time you read about them women who are doing the dishes and suddenly just, the, 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 their waters break they don't even know they're pregnant but for most women it starts to show but there's still no baby nine months so there's a gestation period. And, it, and, and that is a great way of describing faith when you believe in God for something. Now, if it's a big, big thing, you know, it might take a while to manifest. But every single one of us here were once in the unseen realm of the womb. But we're now in the seen realm, aren't we? We're in the world. And faith, the Bible is telling us here, faith is the substance, it's the real essence of something that you hope for. It's a heavenly materiality, but you don't always see it to begin with. Because, as I said, there's that time of uh, gestation. Now, we could go into it, as I said, W. Vine said that that word substance means 
the real nature of something. In other words, when, you, when you're in faith for something, there's a truth that it's actually more real than the manifestation. And I'll tell you why. Because you can lose the thing that you believe for. People lose their healings. Or you can believe, you say, well, I once believed God for a car. Brand new car. And I got it. But if that's 15 years ago, <laughs> you need to believe for a new one. You understand? But faith means that whatever you lose on this earth, the real nature of it is always there to believe for again. People lose stuff or stuff that they believe for grows old and fades. But you can believe because God's word is eternal and it's more real than when the thing manifests. You know, sometimes you believe God for things and you get all excited believing them and then when it shows up, the excitement goes because, well, it's now reality. Amen? That's the nature of this. So faith is the substance, folks. Faith is what you can take from God's word in promise form, grab hold of it with your heart and say, I'm believing God for that. I thank you, Lord. Faith always speaks with gratitude. And then when it manifests and shows up, you just say, thank you, Lord. What's my next faith project? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Faith is the substance of things you hope for. That can be anything that, that you need, that you, you hope for, you desire. In this study of faith, wonderful. Because faith, we're supposed to live by faith as the just. Faith is the currency of heaven. You may not have money, but if you've got faith, you may be lacking something, health, whatever, peace, but by faith, these things can be. So faith is given us to access the blessings of God that belong to us. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing to look at, what faith is to us, and there are many things, but I just want us to look at four this morning. You'll find the third one in Ephesians chapter 6. In fact, it'd be a good study if you were to do it, folks, to go through the Bible and look at for yourself, find out what faith is to us. Because faith is how we're supposed to live. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Okay? So faith is actually righteousness, but we're not going to look at that. Faith, this, the third one this morning, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16, this famous passage about the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God, verse 11. But look at verse 16. And, and well, we could just read through it. The whole armour of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of a devil. He says, verse 15, take the whole armour of God. Have your loins, verse 14, get about with truth. The belt of truth. And the best breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But then it says, verse 16, above all. Above all. In other words, the most important of all. Taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And that ties in with faith as the victory, because faith is the victory, faith is the substance. But here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, we see faith is the shield. Faith is the shield from supernatural attack. Faith is a shield from attacks by supernatural enemies. 
the devil, demonic forces, the demonic realm, the kingdom of darkness, because you were translated from that realm into the kingdom of God's son as Christians, but the devil attacks you, doesn't he? How many of you have known the attacks of the devil? But faith is the shield. Take the shield of faith that helps you and makes you able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Faith is the victory, faith is the substance, and faith is the shield. Faith gives you supernatural protection. And you know, the fiery darts of the wicked don't just mean that you're going to be attacked. You know, it's some that a horror movie that happens, though, by demonic forces. But demons work through people, don't they? Fiery darts can be things that people say about you, that you find it people gossiping about you. People saying nasty things. People saying untrue things. And if you didn't have the shield of faith, you could be hurt by that. You could be damaged by that. People are. Because they don't keep the shield, the faith shield up. You know, you ought to be conscious. I did it for years and maybe we, we, should, we should all still do it. But every morning we were taught to pray the whole armor of God on in prayer. Um, so that you're conscious and you say, I lift my shield of faith today and I hold it up against the fiery darts of the wicked, the fiery darts of the enemy, of the evil one. And we need to be people who are conscious that the faith that we walk in is actually a shield. And we need to lift it as a shield. Okay, well, you know, people say, well, that's just too much work to do all that stuff. Well, that means the fiery darts of the wicked are going to damage you then because you couldn't be bothered to lift your shield. If a soldier in the, if, in the Roman army didn't lift his shield when he was told, then he would uh, get killed by arrows. And because of the, the way the Romans all linked their shields together, folks, then maybe his comrades would also. So the shield of faith isn't just to protect you. The shield of faith becomes something that protects us all. Amen? It's something that we link our shields of faith together and do it as God's army. God's got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their strong. Remember that old chorus? With healing in their hands. The old choruses are the best, aren't they? And we need to understand the shield is not just to protect us, it's to protect your loved ones. Lift the shield of faith over your family, over your home, over your church, over your city. Faith is not inactive or passive. It's meant to be used. It's the victory, it's the substance, and it's the shield. And it's many other things, but we're only looking at four today. So let's look at the fourth one, and I don't even have to open my Bible for this one. And neither do you, because there it's there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, Whosoever has faith in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? Well, so what's the fourth thing faith is to us? It's the difference between men. It's the game changer in life. If you have faith in him, if you have faith in God's only... And we saw it already, it's the victory. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Son of God overcomes the world but whosoever believeth in him 
or have faith in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Faith is the difference. Because if you don't believe in him, you'll perish and you will not have everlasting life. So that's what made the difference. Faith made the difference in all our lives. And you know, that's, it's so important to, to thank God for this place, this ministry, this church, and other places. I'm not saying that exclusively, but we're here this morning. You know, and, and I, I hear Mr. Lawson telling many, many people, I got saved here. I gave my heart to you. And he can take you to the seat right now. You see, because faith was the difference that night. Was it night or day, whatever. Faith was the game changer. And in all our lives, when we made that decision, and, and that's why it's so important, places, if you like, like this, where the difference is preached. You go to some churches and they don't preach faith, so there is no difference. There's no game changer. There's no whosoever believeth in him. It's just, well, thanks for coming. Everybody's the same. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to believe anything. Just turn up. Well, we're not a just turn up church. We're a church where that isn't just on the front of our lectern or our pulpit. It's reality. God so loved the world that he gave Jesus for a purpose. And that purpose was that faith be the difference between men. You know, faith is a difference between who, who will go to glory and who will go to a lost eternity. Faith is the difference. Faith is the game changer. So faith, and, and you know, these four things, faith is a victory, faith is a substance, faith is the shield, faith is the difference, faith is the game changer. And you know, faith is available. And that's, that's the thing. Faith cometh when you hear messages like this. And thank God there have been messages like this preached in this church, in this ministry for over 150 years. You know, I, I love reading the old books about how this ministry started, why it was started. You know, uh, the director that led over 11,000 children, personally, himself, to faith in Christ. To faith as the difference. To faith as the victory. To faith as the substance. To faith as the shield. To faith as our lifestyle, as the righteous, the just, as Christians and believers. You know, we're not non-believers, and we're certainly not unbelievers. We're believers, which means we're people of faith. Which means we're people of victory. Which means we're people of substance. Which means we're people with a shield. And which means we, have, we, have, we are people who are different and who have the difference and that ought to be on our lips at all times when we're meeting in, in our conduct that people see there's something different about those folks they're people of faith they're people of victory they never they eat. i've seen them go through trials and troubles but they always they're always on the upbeat and it's not positive thinking folks positive thinking is you know the world's version you know if you buy coca-cola from coca-cola out of a coca-cola bottle it's coca-cola but you can buy asda cola amen now asda cola is to coca-cola what positive thinking is to faith it, it's good but it's not the real what did they say about coke it's the real thing amen well jesus christ is the real thing and faith in him is the real thing positive thinking is wonderful 
But you know, positive thinking only takes you so far. Amen. Well, we could go on about that, but these four things, folks. Faith is a victory. Faith is a substance. Faith is a shield. And faith is the game changer. And thank God we've all had our lives made different by faith in the Son of God. Hallelujah. Let's close now our service by singing our final hymn. And you know, our final hymn is number 52. That reflects what we've just been saying. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Amen. So let's close by singing this wonderful hymn. Thank you.